this is Till Death Do Us Recap. I'm Britt. I'm Tim. And today we are recapping Married at First Sight, Season 13, Episode 9. Could this be love? <laughs> Could this be love? Oh, who we knows? We start on who day 16. <laughs> Literally, who can tell? Um, honestly, I'm like a little bit, my head is still spinning a bit. I feel like I was like on such a roller coaster with almost every single couple. You have a bout of vertigo? <laughs> yes, I do. I'm Ramona Singer right now. <laughs> um, let's start with Bao and Johnny. Okay. Uh, speaking of vertigo roller coasters all over the place. Sheesh. Goodness gracious. This is what I'm saying. Like, I'm so, like, oh my God. So, th- I mean, they went through like literally everything this everything. episode. Like, so we start off. And then we don't even end on a good note, which is so we fucking end on a confusing. Weird, I don't know what's going on. We start off and they are making dinner together. Um, well, Bao is making dinner. Johnny's assisting. Bao makes a comment about do- eat- Johnny would be okay with eating dog food. And I'm wondering <laughs> what he could have possibly done or said that makes her think that he's okay with just eating dog food. <laughs> he must um, have like a child's palate. A child's palate. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, this spirals into a bizarre, very like angry um confrontation conflict here um yeah so they're eating the the beautiful salmon by the way beautiful salmon brown rice looked very healthy they're eating it and she basically checks in on him yeah she's like let's talk about how you're feeling now i mean and here again like i am a bow stan at this point i just fully stand bow like i think that the irony of Johnny's fixation on her quote unquote childish giddiness is hysterical considering that she is truly the mature one in this relationship. <laughs> she is the one that doesn't like, she's always bringing up the hard conversations. She's never looking to blame. Mm-hmm. She always just wants to understand, you know? So she asked him how he's feeling now. And he, I didn't expect hardship to come so fast. It scared me. I've never had to be afraid of something so early where I'm not in love with somebody and still have to fight for it. He, Johnny, is the king of saying hurtful things in the name of honesty. And I am like, bro, you are an oversharer. Like, there is a way to be honest about the hard and scary stuff and to have the hard conversations because they do need to be had. But there is a way to do it without being a complete dickhole and like messing with someone's full self-esteem. Zach does a little bit of this too. Yes, he does. Which we'll get into. But I noticed it that they both talk. They're very similar. Yeah, they really are. They both talk. With Yeah. I want to throw their checklist at their head. (laughs) Uh, my problem with this whole thing is that, you know, Johnny gets very, like, aggressive. Yeah. And he's like, well, just ask me. Just ask me. I oh. wish you would ask me more questions, and- like how I'm feeling right now. And I wrote in all caps, that's exactly what she's doing. Also, I'm sorry. You have admitted 
to cameras, to you several said some people, shit. to several people, to her face, to her face that you There's are no not spark. in it hundred percent. And now that she's kind of calling you on it, you're yeah. going to turn into a dickhead. Yeah. I was oh, really no. Let's, bothered like, think by about this it conversation. For a he has told her that she acts like a child and he is unattracted to her when she is excited. He's told her, I don't know if there is a spark. I wasn't like, he's expressed that he wasn't really ever interested in her and never saw her in a sexual light. I mean, he has said some gnarly things that would be hard for anyone to come back from. And she's just like relentlessly present and like doesn't immediately judge him when he says these harsh things. Um, but I did think it was so interesting. So he starts, I, I just feel like when he feels like he's put in a corner, he grasps at a new critique of her. Mm. You know, so like the fact that she's asking how he's feeling and then he's like, I didn't expect it to be so hard. You're an idiot. You didn't expect marrying a fucking stranger to be so hard. Okay. Um, I've never had to. And then he made like even the way he said, like, basically, I've never had to fight for anything with someone that I don't love. Like, that was what he said. And then she's. So he's like kind of blaming her like it's and because then he gets to I just wish you would ask me more questions. And she's like, well, sometimes I get worried about how to ask you questions because you're kind of a hothead. That was news for us. And yet the funniest part is that it brought out this exact side of him that we have not seen yet. Mm -hmm. And we saw it. And he's, well, I wish it's, uh, you just don't ask me enough questions. He oh, interesting. Whole so energy of like, you don't know me. You don't yeah, know me. And yeah. Like, Let's pump the brakes, Oh my God. Dude. And then he goes, he says, I typically would not settle for that. This is what, okay. Is it just me or does, is this season of Married at First Sight, there's a lot more focusing on like past relationships in a way or. Uh, not past. There's a lot of focus on normally I would be out by now. Normally I would do this. I've, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just a, well, maybe it happens every time. But I feel like this was the week where the, fo like there was more focus on yeah, the past. That's true. That's true. Um, but Johnny in particular. Yes. I mean, I just think he is so fixated on these. I He's a perfectionist mm -hmm. and it's, super unfair and no one stands a fucking chance with his bullshit because he's always looking you no know, and like i mean we're i'm skipping ahead here but i just feel like this is the perfect this encapsulates it group hang guys talking outside at the barbecue johnny says i'm the kind of person where if 97 percent of the situation is good and three percent is bad I'm obsessively nitpicking the 3%. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, wow, he's being self-aware right now. He's owning that he has an issue. And then in out of the, the next breath, he says, he starts justifying it by saying, like, because I just don't believe in settling. I just don't believe in settling, you know? And I'm like, oh, my God. If 97, that, I mean, that literally perfectly encapsulates his philosophy on romance and marriage, and it is an impossible standard that no one will ever be able to meet. And it's ridiculous. And she even says, she literally points out what we just said about, like, she's like, well, I'm sorry, but you've told me to my face 
that like you're not attracted to me or you don't know if there's a spark and like why why do you need to say things like that yeah he admits again i don't know if uh if i have a spark i'm i'm still looking for a spark i'm going to stay until i find it it's so confusing it's he's so like so confusing I didn't feel the spark. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for a spark that bursts into a giant flame. <laughs> but I want it to just fucking appear. And yet I'm not going anywhere. But like, you're like, what? I'm like, how can you kindle a fucking fire if you are constantly telling her these heinous things? Like, this is when I would have left you. Mm-hmm. That was the thing that she said. You didn't need to say that. Yeah. She was like, why, like, why do you say She's that? Like, that it like, doesn't make just- me feel good. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I was proud of her, honestly. Because it's like, yes, she has been so accommodating of you. And you're still going to say this, like, hurtful shit. There's just, there's so, and there's so much of, and I, I would, I would say it's definitely more prominent with the guys than the girls. There's so much of these guys with these insane perfectionist checklists. And... They're just sitting, waiting to be hit by like a stroke of lightning, and not feeling like they need to. The girl really do needs anything. to facilitate. Exactly. Like, it needs to be natural and organic, and or the female somehow something she's doing is is preventing it. And I'm just waiting for it. You know, I'm looking. I'll be here till I find it. So then we. I mean, like, we somehow have- this dinner ends okay. Yeah, it's so confusing. Well, and then we go into question time. And I mean, Johnny, he's just obsessed. It's just so immature to me, this fixation on waiting for sparks. Look, a spark is a real thing. Chemistry is real. Yes, of course, everybody wants it. And yet, like, you signed up for a situation where the only way it's even stood a chance at being successful was you had to dive in head first and actively cultivate these sparks. Well, not to mention too, there is chemistry between them. I know. We've seen it. So that's where it's, it's confusing. Well, we opened the whole show, this or their whole scene, this episode with them making out in the kitchen before the heinous dinner. Yeah. And making out in a way that was not like, pecky pecky i was like oh i thought maybe they had had sex you know because we've been teased about it in the preview i was like oh they already had it and then quickly realized no it was an avocado kiss (laughs) i mean that's what i'm saying i'm like there's chemistry here i feel like he's literally he's so obsessed with watching and like checking the list and like like almost like he's permanently zoomed out of the situation and he's watching it from above and commenting on it versus just be in the moment, experience the moment, let yourself experience her. Yeah. Stop this. I, I, it drives me crazy. Um, but they're doing the question time. And of course, oh, I think that the spark thing, like that was his big description of being in love, of what he thinks love should mm. be. Is, you know, I think there has to be a spark, blah, blah, blah. I thought it was funny when Bao said she feels like she's back in middle school with this relationship. And I have kind of a theory, which okay. is that he talks a really big game about like how important 
um, you know, like sex and the physical chemistry and the sparks are and how important this all is to him. But I think in the end, he's not, it's not like he's coming on to her. He hasn't been coming on to her and like trying to seduce her and getting shut down. She's he the is one a guy, who's being physical. <laughs> he is a guy that expects to be, he's mad and frustrated that they aren't just comfortably already doing all those things because, but like, it's all on her. Mm-hmm. It's all on her. And I'm like, this is hilarious. Like you, you talk this big game, but you don't know how to initiate this shit clearly. Yeah. And then you want to point the finger at her that it's like somehow her problem. When it's like, what are you doing to seduce her? Um, Johnny learned how to have sex from anime porn. <laughs> Which was really funny because it seemed like it like it cracked this. That seemed like the catalyst. I, I think Bao was kind of. Well, she thought it was hilarious and nerdy. And I think that she liked that he had to admit that. Like in front of people, and then within minutes, they're headed yeah, off to the bedroom. Yeah, like, so he was clearly hot and bothered by talking about this hentai that taught him about sex. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and weirdly enough, Bao is like, I think they're a little champagne drunk at this point. By the way, mm. you, I feel like you can see it. There's the champagne sparkle in their eye. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Sometimes I think that you need that. But she is just tickled. Tickled. <laughs> tickled by him. Like, this is something that blows me away about her is that she will have a difficult conversation and she will make it clear that, like, it was hard for her to hear, but she doesn't get mad most mm-hmm. of the time. Like, she sits there and she takes it in. She forgives very easily. And then she forgives so fast and, like, within minutes. She's literally like doubled over in laughter, like chortling over things with him and is like, gosh, he's just so cute. He like I I was like so happy he's my husband. She's giving me whiplash sometimes with all of this. But the weird part is I think that she is showing up a lot more like wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? Like that is more. She's willing to let things go as long as he meets her with like softness and openness and and silliness. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that's like constantly like all freaking neurotic, you know, and kind of ruining it. So anyway, um, they clearly go and have sex after this. And she took that hilarious selfie video of them cuddling in the morning. The pillow is gone. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> Um, and then we have the dates that they planned for each other. Her date is worked out much better than his. That was so cute. This was the such a great idea. Date. I was like, oh, I should do this. Yeah. I was like, is Brittany talking notes? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but it was like an amazing so job. cute. She gets the, a bunch of different beer, beer tastings. There'll be a beer for tastings. Sets up like a dartboard with a Nerf gun, mm-hmm. which is combining like two of the awesomest things, <laughs> and then throws some fried chicken on top. Like, this is adorable. This is perfect. Oh, wait. I think they had sex after this night. No. Yeah. 
after the chicken and darts. No, they didn't because they make the dart game wager about having about like they whoever wins gets to control what happens in the bedroom. <gasps> oh, that's right. Yeah. That's a little much to say as a guy. This oh early. no, I, I, was I was like, like I this would is read not, that as a threat. This is not a, a wager that. Um, Even though the funny part is, I think that of all people to not like again, Johnny talks a big game, but let's also remember he said he likes like vanilla sex uh oh yeah 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 you yeah. know like he's just like i just like normal medium yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you guys watch season. season 12 you remember that ryan likes normal medium aka never had sex um but yeah it's like if anyone wasn't gonna be threatening saying that it's johnny but like that was i was like oh i don't uh, i don't know i have a hard time with wagers like this it's very it, it, it was like I, he was, he was like saying, okay, well, we're obviously having sex either way. Like already like making that assumption. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird wager. Just don't, just don't do that. Dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just feel like the funny part of all of this is that it's her maturity that is like why they're making it like mm-hmm. all of their great moments and all of like. The fact that they're at this point, in spite of all of the bullshit that, in my opinion, he has put her through, mm-hmm. it's thanks to Bao and yeah. her freaking crazy patience and forgiveness. Like, geez, you know? Um, we got a little bit of baby talk in, when she was doing the bed selfie video. I thought it right was fine. I thought it was cute. It, it was okay. <sighs> <laughs> Don't be that way. Um, okay, so then, oh, well, I guess let's just see. So, like, obviously there's the big group hang at Jose's house. And I just thought it was interesting. Oh, wait, can we talk about how good Bao is at shit-talking Rachel and Jose? Oh, my God, that was so funny. There was some great shit-talking moments on other couples this week. Yeah. Like, Brett and Ryan get into, they have a little, like, gossip sesh at breakfast Mirla totally goes in on Jose like everyone was taking digs at Rachel and Jose I know it is hilarious I know um I loved yeah bow nicknaming Rachel and Jose Rose she's like it's a little much (laughs) (laughs) yeah it makes me kind of sick um so but that was just interesting that everyone I mean they were like on cloud nine at that barbecue you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were coming off of a few really fun nights. Mm-hmm. Great sex. I mean, he keeps talking about it. Like it they was both, like explosive. They both were really, really, really happy. Yeah. They were like fireworks. I was like, wow. So they were in great spirits. And I think that maybe that is part of why everyone, like majority of people called out that Johnny would be the first person to say, I love you. I'm like, you guys are saying this to the wrong person. Because that is a surefire way to get Johnny deep, deep, deep in his neurotic little head and just ruin the whole damn thing again. So I was kind of like, no, <laughs> don't tell him that. Um, then but, we get the art yeah, date. Then we get which is the cute fabled on its date. like on, on its, its head, but yeah. then Johnny's got to go ruin it. Yeah, I loved the sentiment behind it. I thought it was so cute. Like, I'm going to make amends for ghosting her for that art date 10 years ago. Sets up the thing. What I didn't realize 
until the end is that what they were painting was supposed to go together, which to me explains Bao caring about the lines matching up. Okay. I was, okay. I have a few thoughts. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to know how, what you think about this. I mean, first things first, the second that he starts critiquing her and getting like repulsed by her, you know, like that is what comes off of him. It's like a weird contempt, like, oh my God, ew, she's blah, blah, blah. And I just wrote like, geez, he turns on her so easily, like just so easily. So now he's upset that she's too into the painting. She's not interacting with me enough. She's not flirting with me enough. Look, was there a certain point that I got it and like I saw something that she did where I was like, okay, Val, like maybe do chill out a little bit. Yes. But like rather than, I guess he said a couple things like perfection doesn't matter, but I'm like, dude, make light of this. Give her a hard time. Be like, or like, like put some paint on her arm or like just make out with her. Like stop again, sitting back. Like you're the audience or the judge of, of the freaking voice waiting for her to fuck up and give her a fucking score. Like it makes me mad. Like I'm like, there's so many ways that you could have handled that in the moment. Um, rather than just do what is safe for you, which is run to the critique and start to pull away, you know? And so I was just irritated by that. And then when, when, when it's all over and they push the paintings together and then I'm like, oh my God, they actually were trying to do this cheesy thing where they like made them a part of the same painting. I was like, okay. So she wasn't just being a psychopath for no reason over her own perfect sunset painting. It was like, oh, we're trying to make these lines go together. I just, I just think he's so unfair to her. And I'm honestly like very stressed about it. And I, I don't, I don't like it. He, I don't think he was necessarily wrong about his critiques of the situation. (laughs) Okay. Um, However, he just sounds like a douchebag when he's talking. Yeah. You know, his his confessionals where he's like breaking it down and bow being bow again yeah that was so same old bow like chill out like oh my god i agree with you that like this is supposed to be a more of a fun situation she could have given him more attention don't be so intense it was very task oriented but do not let that spiral into an indictment and turn it into this horrible quality that you can't get past. Like he just talks about it like he's a, he's a douchebag. He's a jerk. Right? Yeah, exactly. So that's my that was my yeah, take exactly. on the whole thing. Cuz like there's no reason that this can't be a funny cork about Bao. That when we start doing certain activities, she gets so into it. Sometimes she gets too into it. And it could be, I mean, this could become an inside joke. Like, babe, you're doing yeah. the thing. You're getting too into it's, it. It's know. too, it's just... I think it's too early in the relationship for those things to, like, be developed in general. Like, it's two weeks to three weeks. You know, I, I overall, long term, like, yeah, but he's still, I'm not defending him. I'm just, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. He I mean, can, I hear you. He can I hear it you. But I think that. I do think there's a, I just think 
he writes her off very quickly. I agree. And he's no, always looking for a, a reason to write her off. And he chalks it up to like, I just don't want to settle. And I'm like, fuck you. What if she doesn't want to settle for all your bullshit? Yeah. And she's being so, ugh. Well, I'm you like, said you're it, not you gonna said make it a marriage best. work. You said it best when you said that there were like so many other things that he could have done in that situation to lighten it up. But instead he went inward and got all judgy. Became yeah. judgy jerk Johnny. Yeah, it's like if you want to kiss her, kiss her. Yeah. You know? Like, be silly. Okay. But anyway. once again, it ends fine. So, yeah, and then knows? you're just, exactly. Thank you for riding this ride this week. Come back <laughs> next week. We'll be here Come again. Yeah, he just stresses me out. I think that he has a lot of work to do on releasing everyone. Like, he is, it's like, gosh, just live, Johnny. Live. Let bow be bow. Accept her. And choose to have fun with her. Choose to enjoy her. Choose to want to get to know her. It's not all about you. I concur. You know? It just drives me nuts. Okay. Who's next? Um, did you want to do Brett and Ryan? Oh, yeah. Let's do Brett and Ryan. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> this is... I don't... I just great. don't have a good feeling. Another... I feel like sparks were kind of an underlying theme of this week. Yeah, so much sparks. And um, surprise, surprise, it's all the guys. My overall take on this relationship is it has, for whatever reason, I mean, more for because of Ryan, um, this has turned into a friend zone marriage. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. It just seems like, they have this friendly connection. They can have fun doing Jenga. They can have fun, you know, talking about the other couples. They have fun, but it just, they don't seem married. They don't really seem married to me. It just kind of seems like they're friends. I don't know. That's kind of how I see it. Well, I don't think anyone seems married right now, Bach. It's different with them. I do, just do you get feel, what I'm saying or I no? Do, no, I do, but I hold Ryan... 99% yeah. responsible. I just feel like, I mean, he's a lump on a log. He's literally a lump on a log. Like she goes above and beyond to like facilitate these moments for them. He's not like Jacob level though from last, last season. He's got. Well, his face, I mean, is worse. Like he's literally always an ER face. <laughs> he's barely, he barely ever like you. It's like we've talked about, like, is he ever happy? Like, he barely smiles. His face is always so long. Even did, if we're just talking, like, anything. Did they have any dates? Yes. She planned the freaking adorable little game day. Jenga day. The Jenga, okay. where everything he pulled, she, everything that he, like, time he pulled a deedle, like, what are they called? A Jenga piece? A block, uh, whatever. Um... If he successfully did it, he got to pick a card where she had written a reason why she liked him. Oh, okay. Were you there? I was there. I didn't know what what he was reading. What? <laughs> was oh my god! Just you at the really beginning of the episode, out. I was trying to get my notes sorted. No, Just give all me a pass. of the cards are things that she liked about him. Okay. It was okay. so cute. It Very was thoughtful. Like, you um, know who you are. You aren't afraid to say what you think. You blah, blah, blah. Like, it was just so sweet. But you could tell 
that he like, I mean, he barely smiled. Again, like, where is the expression of like just this is so sweet and like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, thank you, and blah. Like his face was like dead the whole time. And I think that what she's basically doing things like this, hoping if I lead with the cuteness, if I lead with a little bit more vulnerability, he will meet me there and he'll feel more comfortable to open up to that. And what I think is happening is he's panicking. He's like, oh my God, she likes all of these things about me. Oh no, oh no. I think she likes me way more than I like her. And now we've got a fixation on a spark or a lack of spark. Um, He is at least self-aware though, I will say. I'm not, I don't know why I'm taking this route. I'm not like pro Ryan or anything. Um, but he's able to acknowledge when they have their conversation about love that like his issues have been waiting too long to open up. Yeah. And he's like, so he's aware of that at least, which is good. But he needs to like, I don't know. Here's what I find interesting. Okay. One of the things that his friend said about him and then that he said with someone else, or he said in an interview, basically, like, makes it seem like I'm used to having sparks right away. I'm used to, like, remember his friends, like, oh, you could fall in love in 24 hours. You fall in love so easily, blah, blah, blah. And I write, was that love, though? That sounds like infatuation and lust and attraction, which is fine, but that is not fucking love. And then sure enough, we go to question time later. You know, they have their question time. We're asking about love. He can't even say for sure if he's been in love, but he thinks he's been in love twice. And ultimately, he doesn't know what's going to make him fall in love. And this is happening slower than anticipated. And yet in my last relationships, I waited too long and most of the girls were ahead of me and then they ran out of patience. Yeah. So it's like, wait, what is it? No. And can we also stop saying in pre, I'm, I'm used to having sparks develop very soon. I know. No shit. Because in every other relationship you've been in, you've gotten to choose Let your partner. Penis. So obviously there are going to be sparks earlier than right. this. Like, this is called <laughs> sexual attraction. Yeah. Yeah, and you have said that it's there with her. You are attracted to her just be- even though she wasn't the type you would have gone for in the past. You know? So it's not even like a situation of like, I'm not attracted to her. I just. It's very <sighs> confusing. I'm, I'm wondering if we're in this stage where he really isn't attracted to her and he doesn't know what to do. I find that hard to no, believe. Well, okay, I don't so know. with the Jenga thing, he mm-hmm. specifically said he's afraid to reciprocate any like words of affirmation because he's not sure if he feels the same way about her that she feels about him. Mm-hmm. Dude, nothing is stopping you from complimenting her, from praising what you do like about her, telling you. What? And like oftentimes being open and verbal about those things almost like puts you more in touch with that reality. You're like, oh, gosh, I really do think they're amazing. 
You know, she really is an amazing woman. Mm -hmm. You are amazing. You are funny. You are pretty. You look pretty tonight. Like, I'm sorry. No one's asking you to tell her I'm in love with you right now. But like, how else are you going to get to the point of the sparks if you're not going to reciprocate? Like, Words of affirmation and shit. Yeah. You're never going to get there. Again, we have a classic case of a man who wants to be struck by lightning with fucking the perfect Betty Boop, who he's in love with from day one and doesn't have to do anything about it. Like, four. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it was it was pretty clear at the barbecue that they... Oh, that was not good. Or at different levels than the other couples. Well, I think at that point they were so... Things seem like they've been weird ever since the question time. Mm -hmm. I think that she... You know, she's like, I've been in, I've been in love twice, and I know for a fact I was in love twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she makes it clear that she needs reciprocation and that she's only going to try so hard. Like, she can only give so much. It's like, again, he wants her to give and give endlessly until he is struck with lightning with the sparks. That's not how it works. It's not going to happen unless you're giving too. Yeah. And she's like, I can only give so much if you're giving me nothing in return. So I think that that, like, really made them bummed. And then to show up at the barbecue and most of the couples seem very connected. They're sitting close to each other. They're being googly and silly. Um, you know, we hear about Johnny and Bao's amazing breakthrough night mm -hmm. and da-da-da. And I think that that definitely spins her out. She starts definitely going inward For and, sure. like, getting compary. Like, oh, no, like, clearly – he does not have feelings for me the way that these other guys do for their ladies. Um, yeah. And then let's see with them at the barbecue. Oh, well, they have that talk. I thought it was so weird that this little pot of people went to hang out in a bedroom. Like I was like, why are we hanging out in Jose's master bedroom? I don't know. <laughs> it was like I was at first I was confused. I was like, where are the other guys? And then they're in there and there's like the four of them and they're on the bed. It I think strange. they I think they see themselves as the mature ones. Yeah, they're like, we're the successful I adult. I think couples. Gil, Mirla, and Well, I think Jose Rachel and, and Rachel Jose. are are like the they're close to each other. Of the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? Oh, Mirla, Mirla and Rachel, Rachel. are close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Brett just kind of feels on her own. Yeah. I'm like, did this start as a house tour? And then we just like sat on the bed and started talking. I have to say, I fucking love Gil and the way that he, I mean, he's just so good at like facilitating conversation. Mm -hmm. So he was amazing at hearing Brett out with what she said that she was feeling. Um, and he was basically like, you need to say all of this stuff that you're saying to us to him and was very encouraging. Brett, I need you to touch up your roots. I love you. You're beautiful. You are on national television. Please get the roots touched up. Is that all we had from them? He doesn't do anything for her. He yeah. He doesn't do any dates no, for her he did that, for that her. is shown. Where, where, yeah. Again, Not looking where's good. your effort? Not looking good. Yeah, they were really awkward and depressed seeming mm -hmm. there. And then, like, when there was that guy conversation outside where, 
with basically, it's actually, they're all a match made in heaven. They should just marry each other and be a thruple, these three, <laughs> with their <laughs> with their psychotic checklist standards and their spark fixation and they're like, it's all on you to be the perfect partner for me so that I can be happily ever after for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, like those three talking is maybe not a great thing. No, they need some other. Like Gil, we need you out there actually. Yeah, Gil, come on in. Please. Come on outside. Your services are needed. Yeah. All these guys seem cool though, I will say. Like I wouldn't mind hanging out with all of them. Yeah. It seemed like a good group of dudes. Yeah. It's not like Eric and, and um, Jacob. Like, I wouldn't hang out <laughs> yeah, with Yeah, we guys. didn't want to hang out with any of them. <laughs> um, but I would hang out with these guys. Yeah, for sure. Okay, who's next? Let's go to Michaela and Zach. Okay. Wow. Another mm-hmm. another roller coaster a, of a ride. Grab I feel like your we fast have a lot passes. of common themes right now going on. Um, Zach is back. Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. He led with, so they clearly are having a conversation after the housewarming party, you know? Yeah, um, the next day. I guess she was pissed that night. She said, she's got to stop. She's got to put the phone in the drawer when she's upset. She does not know how to operate. What was up with the, what was the she thing? She lashes that- out. She sent him some text saying like, I don't know. She said, you can reach me at this number now. I prefer text only. Basically being like, please don't call me. Very weird. It's like, Michaela, stop. stop. We all see that you just feel very, very humiliated. Yeah. You're embarrassed as fuck. And so you need to feel like you're taking some control back and as if he like really wants to talk to you right yeah. now. Yeah, like- very bizarre. Although not as bizarre <laughs> as this extended allegory, if you will. This of- Aesop's fable. <laughs> Aesop uh, wrote a fable, a fable about a tree. And a book and a, a bee. tree and a book and a bee. <laughs> and I was like, what is the book? The Who bees are the bees? Let me read. <laughs> I was like, stop I talking. I couldn't figure it out. So and, then, and then he literally has to say, to translate, the bees in this situation are how you deal with conflict. No. Anytime you tell a story and like that and have to if translate. It has to go that long. And you have to translate. No, like, we've had a not, failed metaphor. We need to refine the shit out of that story. Like, we need to figure out something new altogether. Oh, my God. The bees. Ugh. So I'm the... sitting under a tree. It's 75 degrees I'm outside. Like, dude, go. F- uh, if I was I got you, a I'd book like, go that, and she's looking at him, like, trying to. It just feels condescending, to... you know? Like, you're going to talk to me like this for this long? Like, what am I, in story time? Like, this was not. Screw you. This was head head. Not head, um, what's that called? Craig, when you head. Okay. So <laughs> I agree. Head scratching. With, I got confused. So he says this. He's basically making, again, I'm roller coaster just in this conversation. Because on one hand, out of one side of his mouth, he's basically saying the way that you deal with conflict is such a red flag for me that I don't think I can see like a path forward. And then in the other side of his mouth, I want to make this work. I'm not leaving. Bubba dubba da. Um, and she says, she makes a point that's like, you keep acting like all I do is just blow up out of nowhere. And as if there was no precipitating event. 
However, so this is what's hard for me. I don't disagree with what she's saying because it is true that he is harping so hard on this thing and has yet to ever acknowledge like much of what like, you know, how he could have dealt with a situation Mm -hmm. previously that led up to that differently, you know, whereas she... You know, we judgments of her reactions aside that we definitely have, she has always come around with extreme sense of remorse, responsibility, and ownership. Yes. Every single time that she has embarrassed herself with these reactionary things. And he has not done a lot of acknowledging that something he hurt her before. And yet I cannot deal with the fact that she says, stop making it like. She says, like, you're not acknowledging that you cause the bees. <laughs> you cause it. And it's like, I get the sentiment she's saying, and yet you cannot, as a grown adult, tell someone, and this wasn't even a one-off event. Now we've had a few. You can't tell someone you made me do it. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. it was like, it was this tricky situation where I'm like, I sort of agree and disagree with both of you in this conversation. Yeah, I was a little torn too on on all of uh, on how this all played out. I think Zach did a good job at the end of the conversation to kind of reconfirm, um, you know. Uh, well, he was like, "Can you tell me what I could be doing better?" And yeah, I was like, oh, "Okay, thank God." Yeah, 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 yeah. Because and I haven't like, heard anything reflect. like this from you so far. We're going to reflect. I did think it was weird, though. Okay, so he says before the end of this conversation, he goes, what am I doing wrong? You can talk to me. And I'm like, well, maybe leaving the house the other night is a starter of what you're doing wrong. But anyway. Well, he um, did another weird metaphor where he was like, and this is when he was getting really intense. And I was like, where is this energy coming from? Because she's not yelling back at you. And he's like. This is a fundamental difference. You could be my brother, my sister, my boyfriend, girlfriend. I was like, wait, what's going on? Husband, (laughs) wife, which we are. I was like, wait, what's this? What is, what are these words? Like, what is this? Was this all about how the conflict is handled still? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It was, he does a good job at the end saying he's going to do whatever it takes to make it work and stay as long, um, you know, self-reflection, all they keep trying. Interestingly enough, so I wrote right after this conversation, they need to go on a date. And the next mm-hmm. scene, they're on a date. Yeah. So kudos to me. <laughs> um, Where they did their question time at the bar. And you can tell that that was like important to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, is- I mean, this confused me too okay, because he was is- so happy. This is where. She's very guarded still. Yeah. He, she well, feels like she's on tiptoes now. She's guarded, though, because she's trying to process everything that he's saying. And he kind of jumps all he over the place. He it, He busts out the checklist again of, like, the seven <gasps> things. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, don't put this on me. Like, I can do a handful of these things. But to say that you need this, 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 you know, and you need to be attractive, you do that. And yeah, this is and then where, one of the things was like a subtweet at her. Exactly. And this <laughs> is where you guys have talked about, Zach has brought up so many times already how triggered he gets by conflict resolution and her way of... Con- her, uh, right, how she deals with conflict. So why are you sprinkling, continuing to sprinkle this in? 
Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that that Johnny does. Yes. It's the same thing of like, we're going good, we're going good. Why do you need to now go back and be like, yeah, but my issues are... Exactly. Just let it be. Exactly. Let it be right now. Have fun on this date. And yeah. that is kind of throwing her and me yeah. for a loop. Well, and you I know? think she's at the point right now where she is... He doesn't know what he sounds like when he's talking about their relationship. He sounds like a douchebag. That's the problem. He doesn't know how it's all coming across and sounding to the audience and to Michaela when he kind of jumps all over the place from the things that he loves about the relationship to the things that... He doesn't talk much about what he loves. I know, but then, but he'll he can end this conversation by saying... Um, like, oh, they're all giggly and laughing and having a good time again. And like, this is fun. This is fun. We got to keep doing this. I'm this loving this. This is exactly what I wanted. Exactly. I like, what? So I get confused and I think she gets confused too. Yeah. Sorry. Well, so question time is what happens. And this is the, I just think it's important to address. So she's like, have you ever been, in, they've both never been in love. Then he elaborates. So she's like, the reason I haven't been in love is that there was two people where basically things got serious and I saw potential, but they moved out of state. And I wasn't going to do long distance. Mm -hmm. And he acts all confused by that. And I'm like, it's not that confusing, dude. (laughs) He could have never seen himself falling in love with any of the girls that he dated because they didn't meet the checklist, which is what leads her to go, okay, so what's on the checklist and he's basically saying like oh well because then the last thing on the checklist which he can't even look her in the eye for is you know and does she handle things maturely like with conflict resolution does she handle it maturely and I just feel for her because I feel like it's almost like he's smearing it in her face like what you were saying yeah and and you can just see that she's sitting there look She does need to be, she needs to work on her reactionary shit. That is not okay as a regular way to deal with conflict. But I do think that he has critiqued her so much and kind of like we were saying, done a lot of Johnny, almost like, I mean, I feel like he's much more validated in being worried about her than Johnny is about Val personally. That's a good point. Because of, this is a big thing. You know, I get that. But... I just feel bad. You can tell she feels really small right now because she feels like he is looking for me to fuck up. Mm -hmm. He's looking, he's critiquing me. Oh, that's exactly what I thought. Of course he has a checklist and he's, so then you're going to feel like you're under a microscope. So I personally, I just thought it was funny that he felt so amazing about that date. And to me, like she was starting to warm up, but she looked very guarded still the whole time. I agree. And I'm like, bro. I mean, of course you think that this went excellent. Like, because you're rec- you're kind of only thinking about yourself. Yeah. Um. Oh, my God. Wait. And then he said, when I lose interest, it's gone. And he's like, because normally, oh, because she was like, do you think that we could get, oh, because he's like, do you feel like you could see yourself falling in love? And she's like, I did at the beginning. And now I just don't know. And he's basically like, yeah, like when I lose interest, I mean, it's pretty much gone, you know, in my past, it's just gone. But, you know, with this, like, I don't want to look back and say, maybe I shouldn't have lost interest there. 
What? I'm like, wait. You know you're not making anybody feel good about themselves with yeah, that comment, and, right? And another example of what I, I just remembered another thing that he said. Another example of what I'm talking about here is um, about not knowing how he sounds or like why you're bringing things up. You know, he goes back, other than talking about the conflict style and his issues with that, he goes back and says, you know, I was not, I was not happy the other day. I, I was, I just really wasn't happy. I was, you know, I was not okay. I was not happy. I'm like, dude, we know you weren't happy. Yeah. You're happy That's now. You guys are know. on a date. Like, it doesn't, why? Why are we talking? It just now. doesn't make sense to bring up. We all know you weren't happy. Right. All you're doing is reminding her and making her feel bad. Yeah, And exactly. not opening up. Stop shoving the poo in her face. Exactly. Um... But then he did plan a little date for them. So in that way, I mean, he still has more points than friggin' Ryan. Yeah. yeah at least he that, planned The something. Zoom cooking thing was adorable. It was a very cute idea. Okay. What's your qualms? No, well, I just felt like it was awkward because they were both so self-conscious about... They don't even know how to boil water, these people. They don't know how to boil water. They're... They, I mean, that's it. Like, they don't cook. So I felt like she seemed nervous to me. And then he just kept being like, you do that. You do that. Because he didn't want to look stupid. And then he critiques her seasoning, which she was really going hard with those red pepper flakes. I was oh. like, ma'am. Oh, no. It, lo- it was like you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sometimes but- Tim gets goes way overboard with the red pepper flakes and or cayenne pep. And it's like. It's just we didn't need it that much in every single part of the dish. But anyway, okay. very cute idea. Are we airing, airing <laughs> grievances about cooking? Well, I think. That they, I don't know if we want to. We've already resolved this. Um, but they seemed cute after. They seemed to enjoy eating the food together. They were laughing. I was like, this is the loosest I've seen them together. Yeah. Here's my question. These houses are like fully, like they come fully stocked. These apartments that well, they're living in. Apparently, only one pot. <laughs> well, my question is like, there's gotta be like teaspoon measuring cups somewhere in the drawer. So, like, how can you not? How is the Zoom guy not being telling them? Oh, one day, one teaspoon of this. She's left to her own. She doesn't cook, and she's left to her own devices to determine how much seasoning to put in. That's a recipe for failure. Well, it shouldn't be that hard when someone tells you season to taste the way that you like it. It's not, which I think the point is that she does like it really spicy and he doesn't. Anyway, anyway. very <laughs> cute. It's about like pandemic date style. I mean, yeah, cute. Okay. I, I mean, at the end of the day, he's like saying, I can see a path forward. I'm happy as fuck. He literally said that. I think he said that after the date. Um, but I'm just, I, I'm confused. I, I still have very low hope for this couple, which I think is such a shame because I think that they both have the potential to be great for each other, but not at this stage of maturity. Um, let's talk about Jose and Rachel. Okay. Um, <laughs> where do we start? Baby goat yoga, baby goat yoga. I want a goat. <laughs> that's all i'm obsessed that was very with cute oh um, my gosh it was adorable 
great date. I mean, that was probably the best date of all of them, in my opinion. There's no fried chicken, beer, or darts, though. But it was a great date. Yeah, but they didn't leave the house. That's a cute... No, 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 for sure, yeah. I want to do this. Um, Very cute. I mean, she's, like, watching him with the goat, and she's like, I can really see him as a father. <laughs> as I watch him nurse this goat. <laughs> Goes to a petting father. zoo. I can just see him so good as a father. Wait. <laughs> Who says that? I can't. I got triggered briefly by having to do yoga on grass. I cannot stand having to mats? put. They did. But I cannot stand putting yoga mats on grass. It just, I need a flat surface. It just drives me insane. Mm, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you shared that with us. <laughs> um, okay. okay. So that was cute. And then they're having a conversation. We get into their communication issues. Yeah. Which is Jose. It's exactly what we knew was going to be a huge Jose problem. hears. But he does not listen. And waits. He hears so that he can wait till she's done talking so that he can start talking. Yeah, he's always looking for his window. And this plays out multiple times throughout the episode. Yeah. And, and then he's, he's so bizarre, you guys. He thinks, he's like, I used to listen before I got married. Just like, and she's like, gosh, you keep saying everything you used to do before I got married. You, you used to do intermittent fasting. You used to work out. You used to listen. Like, don't make me feel like I've made you stop doing these things. I'm like, this is so awkward. Please do not put intermittent fasting on the same plane as listening. And no one believes you, Jose. No one thinks that three weeks ago you were a great listener. No. No one thinks. Um, His suggestion to this issue is for her to just say everything twice. Oh, my God. That was so upsetting. So freaking weird. Well, you know and then what? he won't even feel She's like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, do you really understand? And he's like, she's like, is there anything you think that you could do better? And he's like, I mean, I think, like, really, like, everything I'm already doing. But, um, you know. I mean, I'm going to show you by listening, does air quotes around listening. Excuse me. <laughs> Why are we air quoting listening? Like, it's a completely valid word for this <laughs> sentence in life as something to ask for. Um, God. And then it just kills me. He explains it by multiple times in different settings saying, well, you know, as a man. Oh. And then he even, Jose, know, don't he speak even for all knows of us, better because then he goes, I know that's a cop out, but, but as a man, oh, fuck you. That is, yes, that is a cop out. You have decided that men don't really have to what? Listen to women? Like, you're a turd burglar. Like, at this point, like, no, I'm done with you. I mean, I could just walk away at this, like, yeah. The more I'm thinking about it, the more upset I'm getting. Um, hello? Yeah. <laughs> I'm letting you go. You're on a roll. No, anyway, I'm just, don't, don't, man. don't speak for us as a man talking to you, Jose. Just don't. Yeah, what about as a person 
you suck at listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jose has never been in love before. So, uh, sorry, I just, we kind of bled into the question um, time with them. He's never been in love before, including when he was with someone with children for four years. He could never, quote, get over the fact that she had kids. I don't, the, uh, on so many levels, this feels frightening. Yeah. How how were you not in wh- What's wrong with you then? If like what wh- He has it just seems like he has so uh the way he lives his life is very stunted. Yeah, and he has these very specific qualifiers it's like everything's got to fit into his formula yeah you know and there's not much too there's not much adaptability in and out and so and if he and i think he straight up tunes you out if you're not like with his program you know what i'm saying yeah no for sure he just tunes you out and then is like yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody does things differently. But, you know, this is the right way. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> With everything. I just, I mean, it's so bizarre because Rachel is really willing. I'm just sitting there like, this is not the kind of thing that's a small thing. This is not a small thing. I know you think that, I think it's hard for her because everything else is lovely. In the fact that, like, she's never had someone that has, like, doted on her in this way. And just like he has, and that is one thing that can be said for him. He has had no airs about from day one about like fully surrendering to this like husband role and like serving her, Mm -hmm. you know? And I don't think she's ever had that. And so I think that that is like a huge reason why she is like, I, it's going to take a lot for me to let go of this. Mm -hmm. And yet I'm sorry, but like, the not listening thing and the talking at you thing, as we saw evidence of at his own party (laughs) at the, I, we have to, we'll get into that in a little bit, like how funny that was and what people said about him. Um, but like he literally makes people's eyes glaze over, (laughs) um, when he speaks, like this is going to be a big problem. This is the kind of thing that in one year's time. Yeah. If it hasn't drastically transformed, which which I'm sorry to say, but I would say most people that function this way are not usually the kind of people that are going to go internally and have a radical transformation because it's usually indicative of like a bigger thing, you know, just like how you see the world and all that. So I just, I I think it's incredible that to this point, she's like, but everything else is amazing. I'm like, this would be, I would be out. She's running low on post-its on her mental notes. And I think it's only a matter of time before she starts (laughs) really kind of voicing this stuff. Um, The pizza and coaster making date. That was was cute. cute. She's like making coasters. I would have just gone to target. I know. (laughs) I never thought about this. I know. Um, Um, But but this brings up, Yes, the the cheating story, which upon the the start of this conversation, realized that we all got played 
and oh, that the preview. the preview was really just her telling the story of her past, not right. what currently happened. Right. Um, but even in that telling of the story, he interrupts her. He doesn't even like he does exactly what they were just talking and it's like about. He doesn't want to hear it all because he has a fixed philosophy on this situation. So, like, for example, um, she's explaining. So she she makes the point to be like, so you know my issue, like the my one concern right now is the listening thing. And she's like, so is there anything that you have some concern about, you know, that we've talked about? So it's like, again, God, she's like, she has to do all the dragging. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, yeah, that thing you said on the boat. So it's like, clearly he's like almost embarrassed and scared to face it because he has an idea in his mind that he would never be with a cheater. So yeah, so like even that, it's like she's like, okay, let's talk about it. I want to tell you about it. And it's like he's even being weird about it. So then she tells the story. She was like, it was a relationship that I was in for eight years. This happened in the second year. It was basically a big drunk mistake. And he was like, oh, so you were forgiven, basically. You know, he's surprised. And she was like, yeah, I was. And, you know, I learned a lot from that time and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Let's just think about this for a second. That means that this event happened probably at minimum like eight to ten years ago. Because this isn't even the guy that she was with last year. Yeah. So she was probably like 20, 21 years old. And she proceeded to stay in the relationship for six years after that, which shows a certain level of, I mean, who knows? We don't know what it is what that relationship was. But, like, clearly, like, that's big. That means that, like, she was really committed to the relationship and so was the other guy. And in the end, like, she's never done it again since. She she talked about why the situation, like, what she learned from that, why she wouldn't do it again. And anyways. But I she's just, not even, like, fully done fleshing it out. Yeah. And then he jumps in. He goes, okay, well, here's my philosophy. You go to a barbershop. You could have been in a barbershop. And I'm like, stop it with the metaphors. Oh God, no more right. metaphors. No more stories. <laughs> and I'm in the barbershop and a bee comes into the barbershop. Yeah. Um, well, so he's getting this like nuanced story from his wife who he is crazy about. And he's getting her nuanced version of what really happened. She was young. It was a long time ago. She's never done anything like that since. And then he gets in the interview. And he's like, I mean, I hate to say this, but once a cheater, always a cheater. <laughs> I'm like, okay, again, like, see, he has no, like, he has no malleability. Yeah. And it's like that, it almost underscores that he doesn't really listen. Because it's like if you were really listening to your wife and taking in the uniqueness of her situation, you wouldn't say that right after. He is, here's what I, here's, I, he is, I think, an authentic person. Um, who really does have a good heart. Yeah. And I think that his life, his pillars and his philosophies of life are being challenged. And so he's trying to be malleable, but he's not. He's not. And it's kind of... Well, and, he, and he's I, having a, I would you know argue I mean? that a lot of that is because he doesn't really listen. Mm. He yeah. doesn't really take it all in. Yeah. Hence, yeah, 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 yeah. 
but I'm the right one. Yes. You know? Exactly. Um, and the preview for these two. Woo, well, we if they are in love. Right. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Yeah. So they... Well, so they have the barbecue. Jose is clearly beside himself with joy to host people and his pride and joy that he's told everyone about probably a hundred times. And you pick up on that when there's multiple people making s- jokes about how about how excited Jose must be to have them all to the house. <laughs> Mirla just fully going, I've never been to a barbecue before. I've been to one. I've been to one in the last three years. I don't like going to people's houses, so. I'll never come back here again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to Jose's house again out in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) So they have that day with everyone, and I think it's that night that they say I love you. Yeah. You know? Um, So there's, I just thought it was so interesting that people didn't bet on them. I'm like, they're clearly the ones that are going to do it first. Yeah. Um, and I think that that sort of, that was so actually surprising to me when she was in the kitchen with the girls and she basically said, it's like on the tip of my tongue and I keep catching myself, which is totally how it is. Once you realize you love someone and you haven't said it yet. Um, but I was like, oh my God. And then, and she did that whole fake out in the selfie video, which was pretty funny. Yeah. I believed her for a second Yeah, that she, so she, interesting that she told him she loved him while they were watching TV. Hmm. It's funny. But yeah, so they're apparently, I love you, I love you. But next week, it's, I don't love him anymore. And I'm smashing TVs. And I got kicked <laughs> out. I got yeah, locked I out of the what... house. I'm like, what in the world? It's hard to know. I mean, I'm kind of have started reserving judgment of these promos because they are able to cut words and then change the music over the top of it. And so we got duped a couple, we've been duped a few times. And so, but I get what you're saying. Um, Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Okay. So last couple, Gil and Mirla, Gil and Mirla. Overall, I feel like they feel strong to me. Yeah. They feel really strong to me. I think we got into a lot of these like small things you know, I, Gail's still harping on the purses. She can't fathom how someone eats so many chocolate chip cookies. Like, we're at impasses over these small little things that I just think are um, what did not you think that of, big of a deal. She doesn't, so they do the questions. She doesn't fully believe in falling in love. She believes in making the choice to be in love. And so she's basically, which is so funny. I mean, everybody just has their own semantics on everything that is love. And so I just think it really overall overcomplicates everything because it's just fucking confusing. But because what she's saying isn't wrong. I actually love it in that I think to sustain a long-term relationship, it is a choice every day. And yet falling in love is a real part of that journey. And, but I get also get what she's saying. Um, so she's like, I don't fully believe in falling in love. So she's basically kind of making it seem like I'm spending these weeks getting to know you to decide if I'm going to be in love with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Mirla, some would also call that dating and falling in love. But, yes. Okay. And I get how. I think that's throwing Gil a little bit. Because I, I think that they're both right, you know? Like, I think it's a combo of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that 
what Gil's big concern is, which I think I would feel too, is the idea of like, okay, well then what do you uniquely like about me? Does that mean I could have just been anyone? Like, and it's like, what she's talking about is more of like a philosophical idea, it, but it's, but, but yeah, he's starting to get nervous because she's also not very doting. Well, the conversation at the end yeah. speaks to that exactly. a lot with That's her. What I'm like, yeah. At. Okay. Yeah. With her, um, just wanting the picture and the image of all of this. And Gil kind of just feels like the person that you could just put the picture up next to the placeholder. And I don't think that that that's actually how she feels. I don't think it is either. But she doesn't do a good job of helping reassure him. Yes, I agree 100%. You know what I'm starting to wonder? I'm starting to think that bigger than all of this other stuff with Mirla, I think she's super shy introvert. Mm-hmm. And that is part of why she is not very good at expressing vulnerable emotions. Mm-hmm. Like I'm starting to think that that has more to do with this front, this shell she fronts than anything else. You're right. And when you think about like people who are that way, a lot of times- A lot of that, people mistake them for bitches. Exactly. It comes out in- sarcasm that nervousness manifests itself and so that's like oh that explains why you were how you were the last the first few episodes of the season right and also some of like the things now you know yeah well and because like she has slowly said a few more things about that you know she's like i don't go to people's houses i don't really go out unless it's like a nice restaurant doesn't do pda at all Yeah, so I guess the part that's going to be interesting that we're still all sifting through is that it's like, what is about her just being uncomfortable? And like, as Mirla defrosts at a snail's pace, is this actually not truly who she is? You know, like, because then when confronted with questions about the actual marriage and Gil as a person... She doesn't have any complaints. Yeah. And she smiles and she's like, I'm happy. Like, we're having fun. I like seeing him every day. And you're like, "Ah." Yeah. And I think that he, he's just not, it's like they need to sit with an expert who forces her to say that to him. And I hope that that happens next week. It looks like we get Dr. Viviana. Uh, Intimacy week. Intimacy. So that's going to be good for them, I think. Um. But, yeah, I thought it was cute when he offered to do the foot rub. Of course, she's like, it's a 5 out of 10. But I have to say, there is always room for improvement with massage techniques in a new relationship. You know, it's never that great at the start because you've got to teach. You have to teach what you want. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was a sweet gesture of his. But have you ever gotten, like, a bad like not correct pressure massage like with someone that you're newly falling in love with because they just don't know the right pressure yet it's been a long i mean i've i've been a long marriage of learning i think that you have been shaped into honestly like a borderline professional masseuse at this point thank you um you're you're a body worker thank you (laughs) that no one else will ever get to benefit from but and i don't get paid (laughs) 
<laughs> I would argue you do. Interesting. Okay. Moving on. Um, I just wrote, I don't think another human on this planet would be this motivated to still please someone like Mirla. Gil is a godsend. His he is a mustache godsend. looks great. I he like looks mustache cute with Gil. The mustache. Um, I don't know when he gets that, but because it's only in the confessional look. But yeah. Okay. What are dinner your thoughts date. on the dinner date? I, I want to know kind of what you. I mean, it what, was awk. Mm-hmm. It was awk. I think that he was harping on the niceness of the restaurant and like. Why did you choose it? And why did you, oh, just because they had a Chanel drink? Like, why can't you just make light of that and laugh and and be like, like, she likes nice, pretty drinks. I'm sorry, but I know a lot of people that like nice, pretty drinks, including myself. Don't make that seem like she's fucking Real Housewives of Beverly Hills here. Come on. But then she kind of puts her foot in her mouth. Like, it's like they just trade off. Like, She's like, it's a nice place to go out and look cute together. And she's like into the boomerang. She wants the boomerang of her with her Chanel glass. And like, I don't know. What do you think about? So she wants someone to go to brunch with every week and then a nice dinner like twice a month. I mean, that would be, that's a lot for us. But we also order a lot of takeout that could probably be replaced with real people dates that might like. It's hard for me because I feel like Gil has been doing a great job of being patient and adaptable. That being said, I agree with Mirla. I agree with Mirla. I think that, like, who doesn't? uh, He says he doesn't like going out to eat. Yeah. He thinks the restaurant is way too bougie. It looks like a nice restaurant. Like, I would. Yeah, it looks nice, but it doesn't look like it's freaking. Like Nobu, yeah. It's, you know, yeah. I I, I don't know. I, I'm like Gil. Lean in Light here. Up. Lean yeah. in. I, I so I agree with her in this situation. You yeah. know what? Do the boomerangs. Do the. You know. Yeah. Play that. Be that person who's like, is it's brunch day? She Let's wants, go. To- she wants you on her arm, and she doesn't have the balls to get that clear. But that yeah. is what she's saying. She's saying, I want you to be so my it's brunch hard, husband. It's hard for me to. Be like, okay, Gil, put more on your plate. I know. But that's how I feel in this situation. I mean. But also, can we. Well, I was just going to say, she can afford it. Yeah. She can afford it. So once again, the beginning of this episode, they got into the purse thing. How many purses do you need? Well, I don't need any purses. Exactly. She wants purses. She's like, why? Yeah, it's like you've got to, at some point, if this is going to work, he has to stop judging this thing about her that is different from him. Yes. And accept it. Yeah. Because there's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's just different from you. Yeah. And that is going to be a thing that it's like, I I think that I think it's superficial enough that it shouldn't matter. But the funny part is he might think that it's, I think he's, he has a judgment that her caring about some of these things and liking nice things is evidence of her being surface level and shallow, you know? And that's not necessarily true. In fairness to Gil, she does, like you alluded to, she does need to do a better job of explaining that she wants these things with him. 
Yes. And him specifically. Yes. Not just a man to take to brunch. Yes. Not just a man to take her to dinner or to do a cheers boomerang with. She wants him. And so she needs to be doing, I think, well, I think he's, he go he's going at. to get, yeah, he's going to get on board and be down for the bottomless oh, yeah. mimosas if you make it seem. If she was all over him. Yes. And was like, so that's I why I'm like, these you. things, that's why I prefaced us talking about them. As in my in my eyes, these are small things. Yeah. I think it's just a little bit of tweaking of how she talks to him yeah. is how and, and things are going to get better or things are going to be fine. Well, and he, I've, I'm like, was all of this just a roundabout way of him getting to this question that's been weighing on him? Because he basically we're talking about the restaurant. He's like, why did you choose this restaurant? Interesting. Blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, did it cross your mind? Like, would I like this restaurant? Like, was that something that you cared about? Like whether or not I would like it. And she's a little confused because it's kind of a confusing question. And then he leads into, I need to feel wanted. Remember our conversation the other day? What do I need to, to like fall in love? I need to feel wanted. I need to feel like I could, I'm, I'm not just any guy that could have been a placeholder as yeah. your husband. I need to feel like you want me. You care about what I like too. Um, and I'm like, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, at the same time, I'm pretty sure this is like a steakhouse of sorts. Like, what is the problem? Why would you think we're not like, this isn't. I know. Uh, like. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Of course, there's something here that you like. Yeah. Salmon, swordfish, He's basically steak, like, don't chicken. Think it's worth it. I'm pretty sure, like, you can find something you like. I but, know. Um, but overall, I still feel good about them. I just do. I do too. It's really interesting. I I do too. Like, I know a lot of people have feelings about like Mirla not being deserving of Gil. I mean, Gil is just absolutely magnanimous and lovely and handsome. And like, he kind of, he's so good. He's such a leader when the group is together. Yeah. He's very empathetic. He's good at facilitating discussion. Um, And I know a lot of people are like, he deserves better. But it's interesting. It's like, that's also exactly the kind of guy that someone as closed up as Mirla needs. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just continue to think that they're going to surprise us. Me too. Okay, give me your rankings. Oh, one an interesting thing of note that I'll put in. I thought Michaela did a pretty good job with the girls. We've kind of given her some criticism she did. about not yes. like leaning in. Um, she did so much better. Yes. So I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, okay. And then, wait, my last okay. thing. I forget to say this every single week. But every single week, not sure if you guys have noticed, but clearly they have someone writing songs for the show in particular so that they don't have to pay for the rights of famous songs. So they have, <laughs> if you start paying attention, if you aren't already, the lyrics that are playing at any given time as a transition between scenes is always super on the nose to that scene. So it's Way always super cheesy. So like. Oh, did you write some down? Oh, I write them down every week, and then I never have an opportunity oh to see them. Gosh. So this week, I died of laughter um, after a Michaela and Zach talk. The lyrics are, we're not like we used to. 
we've changed. Like it's all, <laughs> it's all serious. And then there was a time after, um, after the Bow and Johnny fight, the lyrics come in. Is this even real love? Like, oh my God. I just want everybody to pay attention if you haven't already because it's just a new layer to absorb and cackle about. Okay, hit me with your rankings. We got to wrap this up. All right, let me preface this power rankings by saying I don't really think anyone deserves the top spot, but that's not how power rankings go. No, it's not. So I'm going to give them to you. There's been some shifts. Coming in at number five, I have Brett and Ryan. Yeah, that makes sense. Big fall from grace. They were two last week. Yeah. Um, number four, Zach and Michaela. Okay. There's still some things to work out. Above. Above Brett and Ryan, you think? Yeah. I do. Why is um, that? Um okay. I just think that they have more, they just still at the end of the day have more natural chemistry. Right. Yeah. You know, that makes like sense. um, don't cut don't come for me. Uh, <laughs> you have to explain yourself. Number three, I have Bow and Johnny. Okay. Roller coastery, but Moving they in had a good sex and they seem okay. Yeah. Um, number two, Gil and Mirla. Wow. And yeah, the top Who two stay the same. It? What? Who would have thunk it? And Rachel and Jose. I think Rachel and Jose have real issues. Yeah. And um, but once again. You have to go by what's in the episode, not the promos. Yeah. They told each other they love each other. They hosted a group thing. Yeah. They're definitely playing the part really well right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. Wow. That was like, it was just so like full. There was so was much. A lot and I feel like we still yeah, did not just, address every little detail I that know. we wrote down. I know. Such but, is life. Thank you guys so much for listening, sharing, liking, subscribing, reviewing, etc. cetera. <laughs> um, we will see you on Instagram and TikTok, and we will talk to you next week. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Bye. Bye.